Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And there was a time, Adam, when we... Long, long ago and far away? Yes. Or in the 23rd century? No? No. Or it's not in the not-too-distant future either. Okay. We partied as if it were 1999. Can, can I tell you one of my qualms with that song? Please. That's right. what I was hoping for. I, I graduated in the year 1999, and... For some reason, neither our prom theme nor our graduation, th- our project graduation theme was party like it's 1999. What fool was in if, charge of that? If there was a time, Jane, that was perfect for the one, A, it's Prince, so it's always a good time. B, we partied like it's 1999 because, because, it, was, yeah. because it was, and I, we went with like time of your life and... Probably Freebird, I want to say, maybe. That, That's if so not, tired. If not, I believe that. Um, I don't remember, but I want to say it's Freebird in Time of Your Life. And I'm like, we we can't. We, that, that doesn't certain, work next year, guys. I'm almost certain Time of Your Life was also mine. And I didn't go, so what did I care? But I thought, really? That's so overdone already. I but it just every time somebody mentions that, it just sparks in my brain because I was like, there's, Outrage. there's no way party like it's 1999 does not win this. It's a lock. Who decided this? It is a this? lock. The, they let the student body vote on it. Like if there was ever a reason to be done with democracy, that was one of the moments. <laughs> not, I'm not promoting the destruction of democracy, but democracy failed me. There. Yeah, it certainly there, did that time. In that particular instance. You see, I don't think democracy failed you. I think that the four student body poobahs said, I don't really like that. Song. They're just like, they I don't. think it's dirty. They Let's don't not do it. They don't, they don't know what who voted what. Exactly. Let's, let's because I one. never voted for the Smurfs to be our class mascot. I never saw the ballot. And yet, there the treasurer's favorite thing was the Smurfs, and boom, class mascot. I. We'll let that go one day. But, but not that this day, day is not today <laughs> for Frodo. Anyway, 1999 was the day. Year? Year. All right. Yes. 1999 was the year that changed the course of DVDs. Well, no, that would probably be 2000. I digress. But first you had to have 1999 because that's when... The Matrix yes. was... Okay, there we go. Whoa. Yeah. I was getting to The Matrix. I was one of the people that bought that DVD. Like, is that is that where you're going with well, it? Well, it came out in 99, so you might have bought it in 2000. But yeah, The Matrix. Now, I, I adopted this. Or like, I remember when I bought it because all my friends came over to my house because they're like, what? You have The Matrix on DVD? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, certainly yeah, do. Yeah, I do. I certainly do. Uh, that's kind of my thing. So, The Matrix was, first of all, a super cool movie. The less, and I, I don't want to harp on them too, less impressive sequel. Yes. But, like, the first one really just, it it was not, like, based on a pre-existing property. Yeah. Um, like, it, it going into it, like, it wasn't based on a book that, like, was beloved by mm-hmm. a multitude of people. It really just, there. I remember thinking, oh, well, it's got uh, Ted in yeah. it. Whoa. That, that, that seems... He, he looks pretty hardcore there. I mean, maybe we can go see... Like, 
And this was not part of like Keanu Reeves, like renaissance period no. where he's doing, you know, like, you know, John Wick uh, and, and all that, like where he's just kind of blown back up. This was kind of a, a period that was kind of a lull, probably creatively for Keanu Reeves. And I just kind of remember going, well, that looks neat. Yeah. And so we just, we checked the movie out and I, we left and like, we're pretending to run up walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're, we're stopping like bull. Well, we're not actually stopping. We're pretending to stop bullets. Yes. I, I still can't stop bullets. The, the special effects in the movie. And as you and I have said many times, special effects can be great, but you have to have an awesome story. But the special effects in the matrix were amazing. And the story was great. And the the other thing about, like, and I think this probably stole some of his thunder. There's another film that was released in 1999 that was science fiction and was also heavily anticipated. Star Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And I remember that because the two of them went up against each other at the Oscars in the special effects category. Mm-hmm. And, like, George Lucas who is basically like the godfather of modern special effects, Mm -hmm. lost. Like, after he had brought back out, like, his his baby. Like, I'm I'm not saying The Matrix didn't deserve it, but I'm saying, like, the guy that, you know, founded ILM, like, after, what, a 17, 18-year period, finally releases the new Star Wars movie. I'm sure he's just like, go ahead, just, here, here's the bag. Stick all of the awards in there. <laughs> then he gets there, and he's like, what, Fr- friggin' Bill and Ted beat me? What's that about Cowboy Curtis from Pee-wee's Playhouse? What is this nonsense? I did another Star Wars movie. Love me. Yeah, but it kind of sucked. And The Matrix didn't. So, there's that. And... The Matrix basically made DVDs very happening. If yeah. if you because we VHS and maybe even Beta was still in use then, not so much. I predicted Beta wouldn't stick around, but uh, nobody cared what I had to say then or now. But the point is, DVD was fairly new, and The Matrix was something everyone wanted to have at home and watch over and over in glorious detail. If I'm remembering correctly as well, it also featured a lot of like add-ons and special stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, interviews with this. Um, Previous to that, like I remember one of Paramount's DVDs. It was for one of the Star Trek movies. I want to say it was like Generations or something like that. And it it's talking about the special features on the DVD and it goes like scene selection that will let you instantly jump to your favorites. And I'm like, that's not a special feature. That That's like going, look at this VHS. It fast forwards and rewinds. Like, it just, I was like, just because you say it in that voice doesn't make it a special feature. That's barely even a feature. I'm looking at this, and part of me has a minor issue. But when you look it up, who directed... The film, The Matrix. The Wachowski brothers. Yes. However. But, yes, they're sisters now, but everything, IMDb, Google, which is everything, they've changed it to Lana and Lily Wachowski. But Lana and Lily Wachowski didn't direct it. Well. The brothers did. Technically, they did. Well, they did. But but what I mean is. I get what you're saying. At time of production is what I'm trying to say. You're saying, like, if my name was, like, John B. Garfield the third, yes. but I changed it to like potato chip, like mm-hmm. bean dip. You go. <laughs> I would love to call you potato <laughs> chip bean dip. <laughs> that's, 
That's that, that should be my my, my Xbox handle. PCBD. Uh, potato chip bean dip. What is up? <laughs> What's up, cheddar cheese sauce? We'd have our own handshake. <laughs> but yeah, at, I just mean at time of production. This is not a reflection upon what they are or became. But, but at time of production. What what it says in the credits of yes. the film when it came out. That's all I'm I, saying. I think, I think you're probably right I'm about right. that. No, I'm right. Well, I, I mean, and you have weird Or have instances. they gone back and changed the credits? But still, they... They can't go because, back in time because unless... They, I think they probably learned from George Lucas. <laughs> They're just like, just leave it alone, guys. Make a sequel. You can mess with that. But quit re-editing the film. Like I said, this is minor. I just thought that was odd because I knew they were the brothers at that time. I can't think of another instance that something like that... Like, I'm trying to find a parallel or some kind of, like, adjacent point to make with that. But, like, I can't... Like yeah. Steven Spielberg made Jaws. Steven Spielberg, you know, it, it was at one point directing Indiana Jones Five. Like I, I don't, I don't know yeah. what parallel to draw because I can't think of another instance. But the point is, The Matrix changed things. It upped the game for sci-fi fantasy by having something original and different that everyone can now copy, and you get to see it. You get to see it in The Simpsons. I know I showed the dodging bullet scene to my children five six years ago just so they would see the scene and catch the references and i mean not just like the special effects like every action film that came out for the next 10 years was attempting to imitate like the cutting style like the the kung fu like all every fight scene had to look like that and in addition to that, like even the clothing that they were wearing, like I, I feel like everything for the next 10 years, everybody was in black leather. Like the uh, the first X-Men movie that came mm-hmm. out in 2000, like the X-Men, if you've ever read any of their comic books, have very like colorful. Based on a comic book? Yeah, I, oh. I, 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 I've got about 47 hours to, really? to talk about that if you, <laughs> if you want me to. I had no idea. <laughs> um, very bright, like colorful outfits. But in the first film, like it is a means to possibly, I, I don't know, maybe capitalize on that style or even to try to ground it a little bit more to try. I mean, when you when you look at a lot of superhero concepts, they're kind of fantastic and not believable. So you want to ground your your characters and your story as much as you can before you throw in like the guy that can control weather. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about, whoa, like Matrix. Everything about that movie, they seemed to try to copy in any kind of like science fiction film or action film. Or I mean, even like the kind of the, the gothic like mood and something like all of that stuff just kept reappearing for what felt like forever after that film. Yes. Unfortunately, it trickled down into Lord of the Rings because every time I watch it and the first time I see Elrond, I always say, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Frodo Baggins, I detest your kind. Mr. You're like an infestation. In what? Hobbit it was filmed Hill. in Nashville? Some of it. I not, did not know that. I did not know that. Not all of weird, it. Weird, wild, and wacky but stuff. I did not know that. Anyway, um, it was huge, and I want to say it was the first DVD to sell a million copies, maybe? I believe you are correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of knowledge I have in my head. It did win four Oscars. It won 
41 awards in all. Well, not 41 Oscars. I believe, if I'm remembering as well, the sequel was also the highest, I want to say the highest grossing R-rated film until the release of Deadpool in 24. I, I believe, if it wasn't, it was it was very close there too. But like, especially on top of that, like a lot of R-rated movies don't have that kind of market penetration because you have to be 18 and up to see them. Right. For for a film like that, because I want to say the the second one like opened to like 80 or 90 million, like just a ridiculous amount of people are showing up to a film. And like I said, you're cutting out the largest part of the movie-going public as well. I mean, think of this. March 1999, The Matrix was fairly costly. It cost $63 million to make, but it made $465 million. I, I forget how much movies didn't used to cost. And, like, you, you'll you you'll look at, like, the budgets of some of these and just be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we threw it $15 million and it, it grossed $575 million. And I'm just like, look at the multiplier on that. Like, it is, as impressive a fee to say Avengers Endgame making nearly $3 billion, like, Disney also, like, put up a ton of money for like before you even start special effect one, just talking about paying the main Avengers in that movie, you're probably looking at eighty to ninety million dollars just right there. Like I said, not their costumes, they're not on location, just to pay the actors to be like, and mm-hmm. we're here. What are we doing? What are we doing? And what I just remember us talking about Endgame so nonchalantly. Well, it's going to make. I'm going to give it uh, seven days to make a billion dollars. Like, you know, just tossing money around like it's nothing. Well, I mean, when when you have the marketing muscle of Disney behind you, like there's there's really nothing that you you can't accomplish unless you're mm-hmm. unless you're John Carter of Mars. Uh, I didn't mind it, though. Right. But did, was no. it? OK, that's the point I'm making. Like if that movie would have cost it had though. if it would have made 90 if it would have cost 90 million dollars, nobody has any problem with that movie like there's probably two or three of them mm-hmm. but the, the like the fact that it costs more than like i i want to say it either cost as much as or slightly more than disney's first star wars movie mm-hmm. like you can't justify it and then it only make like 80 million dollars in the u.s like disney's known for just like their buckets and buckets and dump trucks of money and like they don't like to be embarrassed like that i know and and like I said, I'm I am of the the mind that it it actually is an entertaining film. It's a really interesting concept, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately for Disney, not enough people thought that that summer. Yes, but that's not the Matrix. No, the Matrix also very entertaining, and uh, everybody thought it was. Man, did they? Yeah, and kind of a super easy Halloween costume. I mean, you just kind of need a long black coat and the shades, and go whoa. And you're pretty much in. It's it's true, and and I mean we've all been practicing our woes since Bill right. and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So right. really, we were we were ready at that. So point. I guess the question is, was he the one? I think it 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 yeah. They they more or less established that by the third one. Oh, by the third one. Yeah. Oh. The, the, the but third, the end of the first one, it was like still up for grabs. Well, like they, uh, I think until like he after he gets shot by like seventeen bullets oh, and yeah. like. 
stands back up and then like fights three agents. At that point, I I think it it's kind of like the debate between like LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Like after that, it wasn't just like is Morpheus or Neo better. After Neo gets up, like beats three agents, like literally comes back from the dead and starts flying, they're all just like, oh, yeah, well, I guess he is the one. And for the two people who have not seen this movie, we neglected oh, to say what it was about. Oh, spoilers, spoilers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But we neglected to mention what the story was because we just assumed you knew. So yeah, what what does Neo do? Is, it, is he a pizza delivery guy? No, that's I, Futurama. I really, I, I almost feel stupid trying to explain The Matrix. It, it's like going, okay, The Wizard of Oz is about a girl named Dorothy from Kansas. Like, I I can't imagine, unless you're, like, somebody born in the year t- 2007 that you haven't seen that movie. Like, maybe some kids haven't. Maybe. My kids have. But well, I'm just, I'm throwing different. It, but, like, you and I also try to make sure that, like, we're giving, like, a film studies 101 to, like, our kids. Yes, again. Everyone uh, doesn't do that. I realize that, and that's on the parents for failing their children. Truth. Because if their children are not culturally aware, you, you're the one who let that happen to them. You are the no, one who failed. No one else. Uh-huh. It's on you. Now, maybe your parents failed you, but you're listening to this podcast, so you know you've got your act At this together. point, at this point, you know you that know. we're film It's fans. important. It's important. Yeah. It really um, is. Neo is a, is a hacker. Um, his, his name is actually Mr. Anderson mm-hmm. in the, the real world. And, um, he has a, an online life, let's say as a hacker. Um, he, you know, writes programs that can, you know, hang, ha- hack software, like stuff like that. And he also works at this, I, I don't even remember if they established the name of it, but he's also works at a, a computer like programming company, yeah, like, just, uh, just kind of a cog guy. in the machine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one day, like he just he, basically he gets a phone dropped on him and Morpheus starts talking to him and he's like, hello, uh, this is going to sound strange to you, but you need to get out of this building immediately. <laughs> like they, he's like, get, get out, get out on the window. Yes. Climb down or the agents will get you. And he's like, this is crazy. This is great. Which is, by the way, it was like if somebody just dropped a cell phone mm-hmm. on me and told me to do all that stuff, like it would be crazy. Um, he gets, Now, but would you do it? Okay, oh, you're just sitting at your desk. You're doing whatever. Phone appears and someone says, get out. No, what do you do? Adam? I think I'm a smart aleck. And like I start like mouthing off to him on the phone and then the agents get me oh. like that's that's what happens if I'm Neo in that world. Um, eventually, they haul him off to a police station and uh, Lord Elrond is there to mm-hmm. greet him in his his uh, Blues Brothers suit. And <laughs> exactly right. Basically, he, he's gone. You know, one of these lives has a future. The other does not and neo at that point kind of gets a little mouthy with him and he's like so what's what's your choice and he goes first i'm gonna give you the finger and then i want my phone call like <laughs> you're like we're all like ha, ha, ha. That's, yeah that's good that's good and he goes well there's no point in you having a phone call if you don't have a mouth and then like that's that's when the film for the first time really kind of lets you know something is different mm-hmm. and like you start basically his skin kind of starts growing over his mouth and mr anderson at this point is just kind of like uh wait what um wakes up like eventually they find him and basically they're like he thinks it's all a dream he's like that has to be a night where skin doesn't grow over your mouth mm-hmm. i mean she's like they've they've uh they've they put a bug on you 
like they're they're tracking you. And he's like, what? And she pulls out this thing that looks like a medical device the men in black would mm-hmm. use, jabs it over his stomach, and he's like, ah, that thing's real. What? What? Um, like, pops it into his belly button, yanks it out. So more or less confirming, like, it's not the Wizard of Oz ending. Like, it wasn't, oh, well, it was just a dream? Like, it's not New Heart. Like, it wasn't all just a dream. So the faster explanation is... Sure, uh, fine, if you want to do it this way. <laughs> the, the Matrix is, uh, we, we think that our lives aren't really our lives, and we're all in these little pods. I mean, more the, the life that you and I see before us is a computer simulation that is made to simulate life, but it's actually all just going on in our head. Like, think if, if Fortnite was for realsies, but we didn't know that like we were playing like, mm-hmm. on a control. Like it's just it's running that program in our head and we don't know any the better. Which is what makes it so fun because it's such that's the kind of thing that when the movie's over, you can just go over and over with it. Well, what would I know? Would I notice? Would I notice a glitch? I mean, what if they're right? What if our existence is a bubble on the edge of a bubble? Like when I let one of my my boys see this, uh, Tanner, like he was just it really yes like you could just see the gears turning Mm -hmm. and is it and like i'm not like every time i'd watch a holodeck episode of star trek like i'm not gonna lie sometimes when there was nobody in the room with me i would just go computer in program (laughs) okay no all right we're good we're good this is real yeah that hurt yeah all right okay i can feel things all right we're good not a program you think you can yeah i mean as they established later they're just like i know that this is just um simulating the taste of steak and that it's not juicy and delicious uh, yeah the food thing really got me yeah or, or like the explanation of like maybe they didn't know what everything tasted like which is the reason why everything tastes like chicken and i was you're just sitting there going wait wow are we in a pro what how would i know? i was so bummed for them when they were eating like the gruel or whatever because neo thought food I'm, tasted differently and they just well no the real food is crap you're like, you're just, you're used to, like, nachos and cheese isn't real. Like, but this, like, snot oatmeal, this, this is food right here. But it's got amino acids and stuff, so it's all that your body needs. Yeah, nobody wants to You're do like, that. do you have any Oreos? Oreos aren't real, buddy. This is, this is the year, like, uh, 20, 2200, okay? Listen, we, that, that doesn't exist anymore. You're talking about the 20th century, okay? So, therefore, fresh story. Gave you a lot to work with after you watched it the first time and was the kind of thing that had so many details and fun twists and turns that it just lent itself to rewatching. Thus, the DVD boom. I, I want to even say that a film critic at the time said it's the best comic book movie that's ever been made that is not based in any way on a comic book. Because it, mm-hmm. it even feels like it. Like even the way like the composition of some of the shots even look like a panel from like a, a comic book. It would just, it really was just a fascinating film that like the, the lead up to it. Like, I, I mean, you know, okay. When, when Disney bought star Wars or like any Marvel movie that's released these days, like there, there's a large amount of build up to it. Like we know every inch of what's going to happen before it happens. But like this film just creeped up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And everybody was just kind of like, wow. And again, no internet. Things may have been different. Well, I, th- there was th- yeah, there was there was an, no internet like we there know was it. an internet. Okay, the uh, I mentioned episode one earlier. Yes, uh, one of my my friends and I like the when they put the uh, trailer online, 
I want to say he had dial-up, and we had to wait for eight hours for the two-minute trailer to download so that we could watch it in this mini window that was the size of a credit card on like his his hard like his his computer that was sitting in his room and like we were all just like yes the future is now yeah one of my coworkers and i printed not one but two copies of the phantom menace advanced script so we could each have one i'm just i'm just pointing out like when we say when we say the there wasn't internet there was an internet but not the like that thing where you can message board when, type of internet. when you could you know when you tap youtube now and the video Basically, instantly play like that was not the re- like you had to if you wanted to look at like when um they were I want to say it was one of the Batman movies like they were showing the new costumes for it like it took you know forty seconds for the full picture to load mm-hmm. while it was th- this is not the internet that we are used to where we get they were just like oh this is lagging oh this is so stu- I'm walking out of the room I'm angry no listen uh, it was all just a game of patience so. People didn't know much in advance. No, like about maybe Matrix. maybe there was a blurb in like a magazine, which is like the the internet. Yes, but only it, on paper. It's it's the internet on paper. Yeah, and you had to go into a store like to find it. Look at it. I mean, I know it was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly because I used to get it, and now I don't. Entertainment Weekly is no longer weekly; it's monthly. Wow. But I believe it still exists. Well, but I think they still call it Entertainment Weekly. But I'm, I'm just like, you can't do that. That's like switching it to being about cooking and still calling it Entertainment Weekly. Hmm. And I used to eat that thing up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, The Matrix is one of those movies. If you a have never seen it, you need to, because it did change. It changed a lot. It changed how movies were consumed and it changed how they were made. And if you haven't seen it in a long time, it's worth a revisit. The the scene where they have to break into the building when basically, like, I want to say right before it, like Neo and Trinity do the, basically they go, we need guns. Yes. Lots of guns. And like, they just go in there and like, I mean, like they are making like Dirty Harry and John McClane. Like they, they're literally, they're just dropping, gun- they've got them strapped all mm-hmm. up and down. They're like, they have a duffel bag just full of stuff, and they're doing, it's in slow motion, they're flipping, like, they're they're doing all of just this, it, it is, I want to say it's may- it's maybe only like a three minute scene, if that, but like, I, I'm i I'm waiting for it when I'm, when I'm showing my boys, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, wait for it, wait for it, I'm not, this isn't even, I haven't even shown a bullet time yet, and I'm just like, all right, guys, this is the scene. And, like, I just crank it. And, like, it's doing that music by and you're the, the and they're like, this movie is awesome, Dad. I'm like, yeah, Dad, Dad knows. Yeah, we know. Dad's, Dad's, uh, Dad knows. Aware of the awesomeness. Yeah, so, uh, certainly worth a visit. And it's, it's brought me, uh, great joy. If you, if you need a sense of completion. If you've seen Shrek and didn't know why Fiona jumped up in the air. She and then did. had the camera 180 yes. like around her. Then maybe you should watch The Matrix because that's why. Um, the two sequels, like I said, I, are, are essentially inferior. Reloaded has a lot of really interesting special effects, a lot of cool fight scenes. But like it does not have like the for lack of a better the cool credibility yeah that the first and then like revolutions does it feels like a different movie entirely but i mean like i said if you if you watched it and you need a little bit more and 
they are, there are worse movies. They, they're, yeah, they're, they're much worse like, movies. Like, I've seen them, I own them, but like, I haven't revisited them nearly as many times as I've revisited the first one. Or ever. So, yeah. Yeah, Matrix I've watched probably uh, 15 times, easy. That's kind of a low number for me. Well, I mean, it's just like, it really is one of those movies sometimes like I'll forget about and then like I'll watch again and I'll be like, this is so cool. Man, this is cool. Yes. So that's a movie worth your time. And it is on Netflix. So if you have it and you happen to be, I don't know, at home more than usual. Which, <clears throat> which you probably are. Yeah, I would watch it. So thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craig. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.